What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness across all social media platforms. If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice, I am a diagnosed narcissist, and I use my platform on social media, over a million people now, to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy, like myself, four years going strong, and then also to validate the victims and survivors of this disorder, because guess what, y'all? You might not be crazy. It might be me. It might be the narcissist in life. Maybe your mom, your dad, your boyfriend, girlfriend, boop, 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 beep, beep, beep. You know who it is. Um, so today's episode is going to be, be about uh, a narcissist grieving, a grieving narcissist. How do narcissistic people grieve? Um, so of course we're going to grieve a little differently than most people. We just, we just are, this is not speaking for everybody because other people might cry, beg, plead, whatever other people, like the, when I say grieving, I mean, grieving the loss of a family member or friend or something like that, associate somebody, you mean grieving the loss, the death, you know, actually like physically losing somebody, the death of somebody close to them in, in in their lives. So we're going to grieve differently. This is me personally. I don't, I don't. Uh, it really just depends on who it is, I guess, because like I remember, I remember specifically my who who was it? My aunt and my grandma died within a span of a couple of years, right? And it just so happens I was in the same spot both times I found out. I was in a food line right by my house in Durham, um, right by my house in Durham. I was like right there both times. I got a phone call. It was like, hey man, uh, your grandma died. I was like, dang, what? And my wife was with, my wife was with me both times. I was like, dang, what? They're like, yeah, she gone, man. I was like, dang, that sucks. Hung the phone up, kept shopping. My wife was like, who's that? I was like, oh, that's uh, my brother telling me about my grandma died. And her first, her first turned red, and she was like super sad. She's like, oh my god, you okay? I'm like, I'm, yeah, I'm good. I mean, she's, you know, she had a good life. You know, I kept it moving, kept it shopping and stuff like that. She's like, you sure you okay? She kept worried about me. She kept worrying about me. Same thing happened a couple of years later. You know what I mean? Uh, my aunt, um, well, my my aunt, she's pretty much like my grandma. Um, they're like, man, your aunt died, man. Call, got a phone call again. Your aunt died. I was like, I gotta stay away from the. First, first of all, I need to stay away from the damn food line. On, <laughs> I didn't stop going to that food line. I get the worst phone calls in there. But it was like, man, your aunt died. And she had. I was like, dang. I was like, dang, man. All right, man. Appreciate it. Hung up. My wife was like, Who, who's that? I was like, man. Somebody tell my my aunt Willette died. I was like, and again, she turned red. She's like, oh my god, hand over her face, sad, super surprised, and stuff like that. I was like. She's like, you okay? I'm good. I'm good. We've been we've been here before. I'm good. And I asked my, but, but the, I know it bothers her because I didn't. I wasn't breaking out crying. I wasn't sad about that. I just kept a shot. Kept you know, kept shopping. And I remember asking my therapist. I was just like, what is going on? Like, why don't I like? What my tears at? What my you know, where's my what's the carry? Even my other grandma died. Same thing. I wasn't I wasn't in that food line. Um, uh, my mama my mama told me that. Um, but I was the same thing. Like I didn't like it was it, not that I didn't care. It just didn't. I didn't process it. I was just like cool. You know what I mean? Like dang, she she had a good life. You know what I mean? She had a good. It's always she had, they had a good life. They had a good run. But I was my therapist. Like why am I not sad? Where are my tears at? Like these are people who had a great influence in my life. Who have been in my life my life for over thirty years. Like where's the influence? Of what is going on here? You know what I mean? And she told me straight up. She was just like the tears will come when they needed to come. She's like, you're not gonna process it the way everybody else processes it because your brain, like, it take, it's like you know, it's like being on a tape delay. You know what I mean? Like, 
<laughs> it's like a TV show. You know, like really like a tape delay on TV. Like I'm watching TV in North Carolina and somebody watching the same show in California. They, their show might be five minutes behind mine. That's how it is with, with my reactions and stuff like that. Because I cried at the funeral. You mean I cried. It wasn't crying because they were gone. It was crying because I saw everybody else around me crying. It was like more, you know, communal communal sadness as opposed to me just being sad overall because i would see people sad and crying i would just be thinking about it like damn that's his sister that's her mom that's you know there's this the people who are close to him i'll be sad then you know what i mean because i don't agree like I, that's how i grieve i don't know if your people if your narcissist shows emotions when they find out people pass away or they don't care or they keep going on playing the game or something like that i don't know it just doesn't, you know, doesn't click that way. I remember when we found out. Well, this is, goes back to when I was younger too, y'all. I mean, we found out uh, Tupac uh, Shakur had passed away. <laughs> who, who did? Who came in there? I think it was my mama. My mama uh, came in there, and um, she's like, "Tupac gone." I was like, "What?" She's like, "Yeah, Tupac gone." I was like, "I think I was like 11, we was eleven years old." And I remember I was just like, "Dang." We've been playing like James Bond or something since Nintendo sixty four, and I was just like, "Dang, they gone, Tupac gone." My brother started crying because he's a huge Tupac fan. I was like, "Man, pick the sticks up." So this is go back when I was a kid. This is not like it just happened in adulthood. This happened. This was when I was a kid. Cause I've been shut down like that for a long time. Like I, said, I just don't process this thing. It's just like I'm more commun- communal sadness. I'm sad because everybody else around me is sad. You mean not because I'm sad just by myself. I'm just sad the energy. I re- I, I I feel the energy in the room. Just like hey, everybody in here sad, crying and stuff like that. I feel weird not crying. You mean so I have to hone into my emotions to fit in and stuff like that. I've always done it anyway, just to, to hone into my emotions to fit in. And so if you are dealing with a narcissist, they might try to do the same thing. They're only sad when they're around a group of sad people because they want to fit in. They don't want to stand out. Like everybody's everybody at their hands, their head in their hands, boohoo crying, and then the narcissist is like a you know like an ostrich with his head out of the ground, just looking around at everybody, not crying, not sad. Like, boy, are you a robot, boy? Boy, are you a robot? No, I am not a robot. I am sad. I'm going to cry more or later, you know, stuff like that. But you, when you're dealing with a narcissist person, you you come, you really, really come to realize and come to find out really, really quickly that that this we just don't grieve the same. Especially if you want to, your if somebody that's not close to the narcissist dies, but they're close to you, dear Lord, you're in for something. They're gonna like this, just completely disavow you. If your mom passes away, the narcissist like you, you be crying, boo crying, narcissist like, look, man, you gonna ruin the whole day like she was sick. Like she was eighty nine years old, she was ninety years old. Man, why you gonna you gonna ruin the whole day? They'll start to get mad at you, and be angry at you for for expressing your emotions to them like that. You gotta have to be be wary and be careful of that right there because they they literally will, they'll do it. You know what I mean? Get really really mad when you shut the door on you, isolate you, give you the silent treatment. Don't be there for you, don't console you. Might maybe because they, they one of the reasons because y'all know this the most simple reason is like the attention is on. Is on not on them anymore. Like I don't have the attention. Attention is gonna be on your mom because you passed away. Blah blah blah. You know, or your dad or your grandma, whoever passed away, your friend from high school passed away. You know, the attention is gonna be on them and not on, on the narcissist. Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna lash out at you. That's one of the reasons. Another reason because they might be jealous of you, or they might have had disdain and hatred in their heart for the person that passed away. And I mean jealous of you. And people are like, what do you mean by jealous? They make because you can experience it like that. Because if they've experienced loss before and they didn't react the same way, and they're probably just jealous of your emotional connection to that person, like they, and we, I mean, we as narcissistic people, we are here trying to find that that emotional connection that people like you, you, you get naturally. We're trying to we're trying to discover that for ourselves and, and make our lives, you know, 
have our lives being lead, lead to better existences and things of that nature you know so we're out here trying to process we're out here trying to live we, we just out here trying to do what we need to do to, to keep moving you know what I mean? so that's why i say if you're dating a narcissist and you have a the grieving starts just be careful because it's coming i'm just telling I'm, I'm, somebody passes away they're not most times they're not going to be there for you and if they and if they are there for you they're going to expect something else this is like it's, you know it's just like you know, they're doing something on on credit. This is the loan for you. They're gonna loan. They're gonna loan you some emotions, you know, because you got a good credit score. You have a good emotional credit score, so they're gonna loan you some emotions. Boy, I be spitting. Don't tell me, tell me I don't be spitting. That was fire. That was fire right there. Y'all could not say you got a. There's a flame emoji right there. Yeah, drop a flame emoji. They're going to loan you some emotional. <laughs> they're gonna loan you some emotions because you have a good emotional credit score. <laughs> <laughs> loan you some sympathy. Why well, be spitting? It's early too. I, I've been up since like five forty-five. I've been up for four hours already. Goodness, time be flying. We be working. I'm trying to. Move, I'm trying to get moving, y'all. But yeah, they're not going to be there for you. But if they if they are there for you, they're going to expect payback with interest. So they loan you these this emotion. They loan you some sympathy. They're going to expect payback with interest when something happens to them. I I was there for you. They're going to cheat on you. And expect you to forgive them because they were there for you when your mom died. Like, who was there for you when your mom died? I don't care if I clap these other cheeks. I don't care if they put the cheeks on me. Yeah. I don't care if they clap my cheeks. Like, I was there for you when your mom died, when your dad died. You see? They were, they're, they're, gonna, they're going to come due. Balance due in full. The emotional balance is going to be due. That debt is going to be due in full. I'll be spitting. I, I'm going back to that with y'all. That was, ooh, that was fire. <laughs> But yeah, that's how it goes, though, y'all. Because a grieving narcissist, is they, 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 we don't grieve the same, so we're not going to connect the same as, as you do. You know what I mean? Animals when pets die, and unless that animal is connected to that narcissist from childhood or something like that, and there was the, the and there was the emotional connection, they're not going to carry even if a pet dies. You mean oh, Rufus died? Well, you mean like my man Ben Taylor said, like oh, Rufus died? Well, at least we don't have to pay vet bills anymore. Disconnect immediately. The empathy is not there. You know what I mean? <laughs> the lack of empathy. Shout out, shout out to uh, Ben Taylor over there, Raw Motivation. Y'all check him out. He's another uh, self-aware narcissist. But yeah, that's how it goes, though, y'all. I promise you, the world is the, the world is is wild when the, when there's grieving involved. Anyways, y'all, drop that fire emoji if you thought that was hot because I know that was spitting. I be spitting. That's why y'all like that. I be coming when I come off the, when I come off the top of the dome with some stuff like that. Anyways, y'all, thank y'all for tuning into another episode. I really truly appreciate every single one of y'all. Like and subscribe for more. We're going to continue to grow into the new year. I truly appreciate y'all. Mr. Hillness is out. Peace. And my my podcast folks, y'all know y'all get a few extra seconds. I'm truly truly thankful for every single one of y'all. Um, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel as well if you haven't already. Um, I post more videos over there. Um. I'm thankful, y'all. Hit that five stars for me. Thank y'all. Peace.